Apology with the Bible Idiots. We're Chris and Emily Danielson. Welcome to the podcast. So glad that you're joining us. We're going to laugh louder, dig deeper, and live larger today, I think. Yeah, yeah that's know, the plan. We always joke around, but the digging deeper part always goes back to devotion and motion in my mind. Yeah. Because it's the one anchor we had in all of our shows for the last 20 years that we could point at that, no, we are digging deeper into God's Word. Absolutely. Even though we spent the last half an hour just making fun of clowns or whatever (laughs) was, you know, (laughs) or whatever was happening on our show. The true artistic value of Star Wars. Yeah, that's right. No matter what's going on in our life, when you live for Jesus Christ and you abide in Him, you're able to laugh, you're able to look at it through a different lens. And it drives you to forgiveness as far as when you do something wrong and it allows you to have the spirit work forgiveness in your heart for people when they've wronged you psalm 24 verses 3 in the first part of verse 4 is where we're headed today all right very good and it, this is straight from the blackaby boys uh richard is the son henry is the dad and they wrote experiencing god day by day uh, they wrote experiencing god then they did a devotional called day by day and this one really stuck out to me recently and i just yeah. wanted to share it for devotion and devotion and we'll you know we'll talk around it as well as we go on but let me hit you with the scripture psalm 24 3 and 4a it says who may ascend into the hill of the lord or who may stand in his holy place question mark he who has clean hands and a pure heart See, okay. here's the here's the thing. And I wanted to say Delio, but Emily said if I use that word anymore, she'll punch me in the throat. Because it causes me not to have a pure heart <laughs> when I hear it. Here's the deal. <laughs> Thank you. Or Delio, if you're feeling a little <laughs> saucy. It says God has rigid requirements for those who want to enjoy intimate fellowship with him. Yeah. And so when the Blackabies wrote that, that hit me. I'm like... That's right. We in our culture want to have willy-nilliness when it comes to our spirituality. If you don't line up with the way I want to interpret things, I don't have to hang out with you and I can go somewhere else. And it's that consumer mentality of... Well, if you preach a sermon uh, there, Mr. Dude, I'm going to write a Yelp review on it. Yes. You know, and it's just like, that's not the, that's not the thumbs point. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And you, you even shouldn't even do that to this podcast, mm-hmm. but you can. But when you, someone's preaching the word or somebody's praying and you yeah. know, you ask the spirit to give you discernment, you know that it's authentic. Mm-hmm. You know when God comes, he's going to tell you, look, this isn't some say a little prayer and then go about your business. Right. Even though God's mercy, he still has some requirements. Yeah, uh, you can look at it like football. I can't believe it, but I'm going to use a football sports illustration. I'm so yay, proud of you. Yay, right sports. Um, but yeah, this this isn't the final touchdown. The game's not over. This is yeah. just one play, whatever you're going through. And sometimes people perceive that when you come to Christ, when his spirit takes up dwelling in you, okay, game over. No, 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 no. Actually, what that means is the game just begun. Yeah. And our strive toward righteousness, uh, righteousness and and our and our striving to know truth has seemed to take a bit of a vacation, particularly here in the United States amongst believers. And that's a dangerous place to be. Well, think about this. There is no real easy access to God for those who run around with unclean hands and and impure hearts. Uh I mean, if you are the town gossip, you don't have a lot of credibility in the spiritual realm. Right. That's just the reality. It is an affront to a holy God to assume that we can indulge in sin and blatantly disobey his word, then brazenly enter the holy of holies. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Think about 
that. Yeah. I mean, in Old Testament times, one's hands represented your activities. I mean, if you had clean hands, that symbolized pure activities. Right. Priests washed their hands before serving in the temple to symbolize that only those who were cleansed could worship holy God. Yeah. Now, we come from a world where it's come as you are. Jesus accepts everybody the way that they are. And then he changes them and he starts a good work in them and he's faithful and just to complete it to the end. This confusion over this topic alone will drive people to say, well, I've got to clean myself up before I go to church. Right. No, no. you don't. You come to church and Jesus cleans you up. But what he happens does is the washing. once you're walking with Christ, you want to have the benefits of God daily in keeping with repentance, you go back. You have a right. forgiveness in your heart. There are many levels of intimacy with God. That's a fact. The moment you become a Christian, you begin a relationship with the Lord. However, if you want to persist in your sin, sin will separate you from God and keep you from enjoying yeah. the close fellowship with him. That's what I'm trying to say here. Well, yeah, and we that's another thing, that another thought that has kind of taken a vacation here in the United States, and that is, well, if I sin... It's not that big a deal because Christ died for me, blah, blah. And, and we're not recognizing sin still separates us. And here's it the thing. It still does. Here's the thing. When you hear from the Holy Spirit, when you're prompted through, you know, because the Bible says his, his sheep hear his voice. Uh-huh. So you're going to hear from God if you, if you love Jesus, you've True. surrendered your life to him. Here's, yeah. here's the thing, though. If you are constantly not able to... To follow God's basic commandments, Uh to resist every time God gives you a specific commandment or or direction, like to forgive somebody and you don't want to, you want your pound of flesh, Mm -hmm. or or even, you know what I'm talking about. How to resolve things, how to live as part of the body. God has given very specific instructions, and when we disregard those, sin separates. Personal directions, you're never going to fully experience the depths of God's person. That's what he's saying. He's saying, keep seeking, keep knocking, keep yeah. asking. He's going to reveal himself to you. Keep plowing forward. And that means sometimes doing counter to what the world says is right. Right, true. And always remember, it's not the people that you fight against. It's yeah. the prince and power of the air. We do not fight against flesh and blood. Sometimes good Christians can get drowned out with, yeah. with, with spiritual thoughts that are straight from the author of confusion, Satan himself. Uh-huh. And when you see it, you try to help them by setting them straight as best as you can, but then you have to let them go. Yeah. You have to let God deal with them because you're not gonna you're not gonna be the difference yeah. maker closer. I'm just saying. <laughs> However, if you're like the psalmist and you understand the holiness of God, you will adjust your life to his standards and respond to his prompting so that you may have a deeper fellowship with him. The closer you get to the holy God, the more obvious your even smaller sins become. True. And that's where we always say, you know, we're not we're not gonna be ever worthy of our calling all we can do is just try to fulfill it to the best of our ability let him lead us the holy spirit definitely has to lead us the more you know of god's character the more you know you need to wash your hands and purify your heart to draw close to him the bible says daily Mm -hmm. it should say hourly in keeping with (laughs) repentance right you seek the lord you serve the lord you give him your very very best are you willing for almighty god to make you absolutely pure before him so that you can enjoy the maximum possible relationship relationship with him. Ooh, I like that. Becoming pure before the Lord. It's he, hard. He and that's does the work, but it can we, be painful. We exactly. wanna we wanna we wanna wallow around in our sin and still you know, I get people ask me a lot, and that more so when I was on the radio than I am as a pastor, but 
how much sin can I have and still skate into the heaven, <laughs> right. heavenly realms with God? Right. It's like, why would you want to do yeah, that? Yeah, it talks about people entering into God's kingdom with the smell of smoke on them. You yeah. know what I mean? And well, he's going to try it by fire and either you're yeah. going to be purified as gold and silver and precious jewels or you're going to be burned up like wood, hay and exactly. stubble. Exactly. And so we're talking about matters of life and death and little things they're little in our eyes, but they can be very big things in the eyes of the Lord. And so as he disciplines us and prunes us, um, it, it, you just have to remember it's a really good thing. And we can't give up the struggle. It gets really tiring, but we can't give up the struggle striving forward in his holiness, in his righteousness, and in obedience to him. Well, there's a phrase that uh, Steve Biondo, who's now the president of the Tim Tebow Foundation, coined to me. I've heard it before, but it just hit me like a ton of bricks in April when I was filming there. And it is, do justly, love mercy, and walk humbly. And when you go backwards... Okay, you don't do the justice first and then think about mercy. And because you did that, I'm going to be humble in my smugness. Yes. No, in a humility of walking with the Lord, you love the mercy that God has extended you. So you want to extend mercy to everybody else. And out of that lens, you do justice in the circumstances and situations you have, which is why one Christian can have an accident and want to sue the person and, and get justice and be and be right. And another person must forgive and not sue them and they're also right Right. it's like the meat sacrifice to idols you don't walk in someone's shoes that's why we don't try to judge but we do understand fruit being fruit inspectors and doing justice sometimes it calls for justice but if you can come from a lens of mercy first Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean that everybody gets a pass. That's not what that means. But walking humbly before the Lord, trusting him, casting all our cares on him and letting him sort it out. And when he sorts it out, sometimes it's like, oh, I didn't want him to sort it out that way. (laughs) (laughs) No, God, we... I, when I said, let's sort it out, I, I wanted you to sort it out my way. And, and, and then his spirit will come on and say, yeah. no, trust me, we're going to do this. It's going to be all good. Yeah, that justice and that mercy, they're two sides of the same coin. They're inseparable. They go, they work in tandem with one another. And so you can't just forsake one for the other. And the Holy Spirit, once again, I keep talking about that. You got to be guided by the Holy Spirit. He has to have taken up a presence in you in order to lead and guide you. Uh, and But they'll he'll help you walk that line. He'll help you take that path of justice and mercy. Well, is there anything in the mailbag today? Because it's Friday and yeah. we've got a few minutes left. What Actually, do you got? there is. Barry from Minnesota, the old stomping grounds. Know a lot um, of family and friends in Minnesota. Yeah, and he's been following on Facebook, us, all of us, you know, the church, you, me, Bible idiots, all that stuff. Um, and he said that he heard that your mother was diagnosed with cancer, was very curious about how she's doing and, what, and well, how that's for, going. Thanks for asking, Barry. Listen, uh, my mom on Wednesday went under the knife at the University of Minnesota. And here's the thing that freaked me out. And a robot did the surgery Mm -hmm. and she had a portion of her lung removed and some lymph nodes removed and it went fantastic. Um, You know, the early prognosis is, is that things went really, really well. And um, I talked to her on the phone. She was supposed to talk a little bit after the surgery, but she was still loopy. So she was was calling all of her kids and, and uh, she actually, (laughs) should I tell them? (laughs) Sure. My mom (laughs) is not a NASCAR fan at all, but she knows that I was a racer growing up and that I was a huge... I've been in NASCAR my whole life. 
And she she was under the anesthesia. She dreamt that she passed Dale Earnhardt and took the checkered flag and was doing a victory lap. That was her under the, you know, what do they call that? Amnesia? Not no. Anesthesia. No. Anesthesia. <laughs> Amnesia. It's Friday. It's been a long They're week. kind of the same thing. It's just one's on she purpose. Was, she was under. You know, I wanted to say under the influence, but that didn't sound right in either. So she's under the anesthesia. That was her dream that she woke up remembering was she was yeah. now the, one of the best race car drivers in history. Yes, she took her victory lap. And, um, That's a and, good and thing. She, you know, on the interstate in the 494 in Minnesota, she's got a heavy foot. If you're on the I-35 going through Minneapolis, you get, you know, so, uh, an old lady whizzes by in the left lane. <laughs> Chances are it's my mom. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for us today. You guys have a great weekend. On behalf of my best friend and bride, Emily, my name is Chris. Get into the Word of God today and go and serve your king. <laughs>